Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Coronavirus Chill and Relief. My name is Jackie Zhao. In this podcast, I will take a look at the coronavirus and its effects from a variety of perspectives. More importantly, I will show you how to keep calm even when things may seem at their worst. Personally, I chose to create this podcast because of the crushing stress that we have all been feeling since this crisis began. In my opinion, the coronavirus, though a pandemic, is not cause for alarm. You shouldn't be overwhelmed and should certainly know that the situation is getting better. And that's why today's first episode is The Science and Data Behind the Coronavirus. So, to understand the science behind the COVID-19 virus, we first need to understand what a virus is. A virus is basically an infectious agent that cannot reproduce by itself. However, once it infects a susceptible cell, a virus can direct the cell's machinery to produce more and more viruses. An easier way to think of this is that a virus can turn a cell that it infects to a factory that produces more and more viruses. These viruses that are produced will then travel to other cells to infect them. This cycle goes on and on while the situation of the patients get worse and worse. A common misunderstanding of viruses is that we need to kill them in order to solve the problem. Well, scientifically, we can't kill any virus because they are not alive. No kinds of viruses can be considered as organisms, or in other words, alive. But does that mean the coronavirus is incurable? Of course not. So, to understand the ways to cure the COVID-19 virus, we need to first understand its structure and how it turns cells into virus-producing factories. The reason why we commonly call the COVID-19 virus coronavirus is because of its unique look under a microscope. When we examine COVID-19 virus under a microscope, we see a bunch of crown-shaped spikes all over the main circular body of the virus. This is where the word corona comes from. It actually comes from the word crown to symbolize the unique look of this kind of virus. The circular body of the virus is also very important. It actually contains the virus's RNA information that gives it its harmful characteristics. The virus also needs to use this RNA information for its reproduction later on. Though we're getting used to saying coronavirus instead of COVID-19, we need to know that COVID-19 is only one out of seven types of coronavirus. In fact, human coronaviruses were first identified in the mid-60s. There are four main subgroupings of coronaviruses and they divide up into seven kinds of coronavirus in total. Four of these seven kinds are common human coronavirus that cause cold or flu. The other three types are more infectious and harmful compared to the first four. These are MERS, SARS, and SARS-2, which is the COVID-19 virus. Now, let's talk about how do COVID-19 viruses use your cells for reproduction. So, to successfully infect the cell, the virus needs to successfully enter the cell, process reproduction in the cell, and exit the cell. To enter the cell, the virus needs to attach its crown-like spikes to the protein called receptors on the outer layer of the cell. Once entered the cell, the virus will now head straight to the nucleus of the cell. 
It does that because nucleus to the cell is like brain to humans. It is super important because one of its main jobs is to synthesize RNA, which is exactly what the virus needs for it to reproduce itself. After the virus attaches to the nucleus, it would then use the nucleus to make more of its internal material, which is RNA. This gives the virus enough genetic information for it to reproduce more viruses. Once the genetic info is created, all these RNA would then have to get its external material, the crown-shaped spikes, for it to become a real coronavirus. To do this, all they have to do is just to get out of the cell, because the moment these RNA exit the cell, the external layer of the cell was surrounded to form a protection around it. Keep in mind that these cells are infected by the viruses already, so its external layers are also infected. They contain the spikes that the viruses need. Therefore, when the RNA exits, the cell layer that surrounds it will also give it all the crown-shaped spikes that makes it a complete coronavirus. The new baby viruses are now going to infect more cells to create more baby viruses. The process of infecting a cell now ends. Not that hard to understand, right? Well, now I'm going to tell you that how we cure this virus it's even easier to understand. All we have to do is to make any of the steps of reproduction unsuccessful. If the virus fails to achieve any of these steps, it won't be able to produce more viruses and the patients who is infected will get better and better until he or she is fully cured. Now you see how there are lots of different ways that scientists and experts can come up with a cure to the virus. Investigation and experiments for curing the disease are even going to go faster and smoother due to the high attention that every country and person pays to the COVID-19 virus. So why are we still anxious and worried? The scientific facts behind the virus tells us that we should believe in those who are fighting for a cure and we should know that they will have a successful result soon. Moreover, according to a knowledgeable doctor in the area of biological science from the University of California at Irvine, vaccine development will go smoother and quicker than usual. This is because one of the key factors that decides the progress of developing a vaccine is the number of volunteers that medical groups can get to test the vaccine on. The more volunteers there are, the more tests they can do and the faster they will get a working vaccine developed. Because of all the attention people pay to the COVID-19 virus, a lot more volunteers than usual would agree to test the vaccine. Therefore, a working vaccine result will come out very, very soon. So far, we've talked about the science behind the COVID-19 virus and the biology doctor's educated guess on the progress of vaccine development. Both of these have strong evidences proving to us that we should chill and feel relieved because the situation will get a lot better in the near future. Now, we're done talking about the science behind the COVID-19 virus. Let's talk about some real-life data that really tells you you should be calm. First of all, I realized that one of the biggest reasons that a huge portion of the population is scared of the COVID-19 virus is because of the news that they hear every single day. Well, you might not agree with me and think that you're scared because you really think the problem is huge. Don't worry, let me tell you something to prove my point. The first case of COVID-19 was first confirmed by the World Health Organization 
on December 31st, 2019. So far, COVID-19 has been in our life for about six months. Well, let me tell you something crazy. In these six months, coronavirus had a total of 2.2 billion mentions in the media. That is 33 times as much as SARS and 66 times as much as MERS. These media mentions are made to catch our attention by repeating the same topic of coronavirus every single day and by making the situation seem extremely terrible. Moreover, news companies never include any bright side of the virus in these mentions. For example, they will always tell us how many people died from the virus but will never say how many people are healed each day. In fact, there are way more healed cases each day than death cases. The non-stop news and everyday mentions creates an instinct inside our head that says the situation is getting worse and worse while the reality is the situation is getting better and better and the virus is way over discussed and over concerned by everyone. You might want to ask me, well, do you have any proof that the situation isn't bad? Of course I do. News and media have been reporting the total number of cases as well as each day's increasing cases every single day on the TV. Though probably all of us knows that US now has over 1.7 million confirmed cases, did you know that the death rate of all these cases is less than 6%? You might argue that 6% is still a lot. So let's look at some more data. COVID-19 infographic data packs provide data which says that COVID-19 virus death rate is from 0.7 to 3.4% on average. Furthermore, the data pack compared the COVID-19 to SARS, which has a death rate of over 12%, and MERS, which has a death rate of 36%. Now, let's look back at the previous data of media mentions. Do you realize what's wrong? You're right, COVID-19, which is way less harmful as SARS and MERS, got way more attention from the people due to the more developed internet and media that we currently have. All of you knows about the COVID-19 virus and might be anxious about it. But some of you probably don't even know about the MERS virus until today, which is 10 times more deadly as the COVID-19 virus. A lot of you are worried because you are scared that you will catch the virus. Well, let me tell you something. It wouldn't even be a big deal after you caught it because data shows that over 80% of the patients who have the COVID-19 virus are simply just staying at home. They don't need any special treatment or care. All they have to do is treat it as a flu and rest at home so they can be cured sooner. Besides these 80% of patients, most of the rest of the patients will simply just receive regular hospitalization and be cured in a little longer time. Only 4% of the patients with coronavirus need intensive healthcare in the hospital. And remember, only up to 35% of these 4% of patients will unfortunately pass away. Let's now talk a bit more about that 35% that I mentioned. Remember, this is the highest death rate of coronavirus that we currently are aware of. The 35% of death rate is only specifically referring to a very special group of patients. And that is, the group of patients whose age are from 85 to 89. Besides this group of patients, the highest death rate of patients from age 0 to 55 is under 3%. Patients under age of 50 have a death rate of 1.7 to 
or lower. Teenage patients so far have a 0% death rate. Though any loss of life is tragic, and I mourn those who lost their lives, we can clearly see that the death rate is encouragingly low. But wait, there's even more. People who have severe death issues like diabetes, cancers, or specifically lung-related issues tend to be more likely to catch the disease. On the other hand, people who have no major health issues almost have a close to 0% likelihood of catching the disease, which is similar to the likelihood of catching a seasonal flu. Lastly, you should all know that COVID-19 is just a common disease that we shouldn't fear about. The major reason that we're scared of it is because it's new, so we don't know a lot about it. People tend to fear unknown things in life way more than the things that we are familiar with. As of 2020, one out of three Americans have cancer and over 34 million Americans have diabetes. Both of these diseases cause thousands of more deaths than coronavirus each day in America. So why are we not scared of these but are terrified of the COVID-19? Because, like I previously said, it is totally new. So our instincts keep telling us to fear it. But the more we know about the virus, the more confident we will become in our ability to handle it. I provided all of the science and data to tell you that the coronavirus is nothing but a new type of disease. You shouldn't feel stressed about it and definitely not scared about it. Because trust me, at the end of the day, you will realize that our healthcare workers' hard work and the different kinds of support that we give them will stop the COVID-19 pandemic. I bet you that next year, on this same day, you will see that COVID-19 has become another regular flu, and you will want to thank me for influencing you to be chill and relieved during this time. I am Jackie Zhao. Thank you again for listening to COVID-19 Chill and Relief, and I will see you all in my next episode.